0: Hey, it's Gonzilla and Wildcore with another Cut the Crap Wednesday. What? Is- <coughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <We're->
1: <laughs> this is the outtakes, guys. So we're going to have to cut that out. My man just ate a fly. What
0: happened? I went to talk hey. and something
1: flew in my mouth. <laughs> so, Welcome, everybody. This is Wildcore with another episode of Cut the Crap Wednesday. I've got Gunsilly Gaming over here to my left. Yes, I said to my left because members of the Patreon will be able to actually see this in video and a day before when?
0: Wednesday. <laughs> you like how I did that, right? I was <laughs> yeah. going with your name and I flipped it out to Wednesday. Ah!
1: Yes, sir. Oh, that is how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. How you doing today, brother? I'm not choking on whatever you were.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't do that, that, bro. (laughs) That shit just came out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck is that? It just went right in my mouth. No homo there. Oh, man. It's a beautiful... Listen, I see your face. Don't be doing that to me. Anyways, guys, welcome back. Just like Wild says, great to be here. We have a great topic today. A very, actually, interesting topic that... After speaking Wild earlier, I see we're gonna actually have separate views on this, which is awesome. You're gonna have our we're gonna have our first debate. I'm I'm really excited about this. Uh today's topic is virtual or
1: in person.
0: Oh schooling. For yes, yeah, sir. So how you wanna start this off? You wanna go ahead first and give me your opinion, I uh, give me mine, and then we go from there?
1: Well, I'm sure the listeners at home and their car, or wherever they might be, I, I'll have their own opinion about this also. And guys, we want to hear that from you at the very end. Um, send a message in, comment, whatever you can. Send us personal messages if you know us. So there's, I know there's going to be a hundred different ways to see this. So if you want, I mean, I can go with my side of it. I mean, what we're talking about is how last year and for some of this year, schools were completely virtual or virtual and in person like two days a week. Um, I'm not sure how it was for you guys. You guys moved in the middle of last year, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we moved towards the end of last year, um, and we notified the school. Well, we didn't notify the school because we wanted the kids to finish school virtually. Um, they sent us a letter, and in Virginia, you if they have it set up with the post office, if you do mail forwarding, it automatically notifies the school And the letter goes back to the school. And that's how the school finds out that you're really not at your address. So that's how they caught us. Um, The elementary school said, no, sorry, we're going to have to finish your kids how it is. The middle school for my daughter, actually, because there was only a couple of weeks left. It wasn't that many weeks left of school. um, They let her finish. But the elementary school would not let my kids finish. And they graded them to how they did there, which they passed. And they moved on to the next level. But yeah, that's how that went.
1: So what we're going back here, guys, is is that some families were forced to go virtual. If you were in a city or a state that allowed you to stay in-person learning or gave you the option to be virtual, you know that's what we're gonna be debating tonight. And my view is I absolutely hated the virtual schooling at home. And that kind of stems from, if you know my background, I've got four kids. Uh, One of them lives with me full-time. Um, he was my firstborn, my oldest. Um, the other three live with their mother except for on the weekends. So during the week, my oldest, um, when they switch it to virtual, my son's got ADHD like me. Virtual learning sitting oh. in front of a tablet. That's not that just doesn't work. Sitting in front of a computer uh. tablet, you've got to stay on top of them. And let's be honest, we're working we're not at home. We can't stay on wow. top of him. So I, he had to be in someone else's care. Someone who didn't know how to help him with his teaching and his learning. Someone who wasn't able to sit there and focus wow. on the schooling. And he, he's a grade school. I mean, he was in first grade that year and then second, like for the other half of that time. Uh-huh. And you tell me that a kid's got to learn reading and writing on a tablet. I know things are coming a long way, but Mm-hmm. can't focus on that kind of stuff. And then math. What grade is he in? He was in at the time. He was finishing first because like when it kind of happened, okay. it was the end of first grade, and then he started second grade, completely virtual, started second grade. Got you. And, okay. So this- so I was going to say, and maybe it also stems. We were at a brand new school. The school mm-hmm. was actually not even, they the school didn't finish its funding. It's a federal charter school so it's mm-hmm. uh it's like a private school that's actually public um th- it didn't get the rest of its funding because of COVID. it was actually shut like the school funding from the government ran out and it was then publicly like everybody had to come together to fund the rest of it um so the school had a lot of transitional problems going virtual
0: mm. i could see how that could be tough there um uh, mine's the same way going they were in school they went virtual and at first, I would say, like, at that ending of the year, Chris was in the same grade first going into second. Um, and he was struggling going virtual. You know, it was hard. Um, we had to do the homework with them after work and go in there. Um, but for us, the following year, I felt like my school did really well with the whole virtuals. They had the lessons set up. Now, I agree. It was hard for the kids. I had to separate my kids, one upstairs in the room with me, one downstairs. And it was hard because... My kids were, they, it, like you said, they, they have, these kids nowadays, they have short time span to be sitting there all day watching a computer screen and watching people te- try to teach them through a computer. And they have questions and they're scared to ask. And it's a new school year. They don't know these other kids that are in the class with them. It was different. Uh, for me, though, and my wife, we both were, were blessed enough to be able to work from home. You know, I know with your job you can't work from home, unfortunately. Uh, we were blessed to work from home, so because we were home, I felt that the teaching was a little better though for my kids. I was able to give them my son that wanted one attention that he needed, or when it was break time, I could you know take a quick break from work, come help him out with his homework. And for me, the virtual schooling it kept my kids safe. You know, my youngest Chris has asthma. Um, and he would always get it every school year all all the time. Just never fails. He's home from school. We haven't had to use his asthma pump since 2019, right before, you know, 2020 happened and they went virtual. You know, we've been good. He has, he's been healthy. He's been safe. I feel like I'm able to keep them safe and I'm able to watch over them. So for me, that's why I prefer the virtual schooling. Okay. I, I definitely understand that. Um,
1: I guess that kind of goes back all the way to the old school homeschooling versus public schooling. I mean, I, I, I didn't have somebody at home. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. So it's a long story for a whole different type of podcast. The situation with me and his, his, uh, the, the person that was taking care of him, it wasn't his mother, the person that was taking care of him. Mm-hmm. They're not a very <clears throat> active person as far as like, uh, parental or education um it's not that they're not bright or anything they just they didn't take the time for any of the four kids to break down and help them and teach them so I was having to do the whole day at the end of the day and having to make sure that he did the math or reading after I got home from work and it's already at the end of the day and if you've ever had to deal with a kid that's younger which you have is for mm-hmm. everybody else and that they might have ADHD even with medicine or even with like self treatments at the end of the day it's the worst because whatever you've done for the whole day is wearing off now you're like you're exhausted you get this weird energy um, he's got it right now he's in the other room jumping around and stuff so mm-hmm. that was hard and when he can get one on one even if it's in a class of 15 people he's one on one with that teacher for a minute of the day at least it drives in that education. If I could have been at home, I am fully on board with you. I I wish I could have done that. Even if I was working from home and only got a few moments every now and then, or I could focus on in my lunch break or whatever, I I honestly could see your point.
0: Okay. Would you... So let me ask you this then. If you are able to switch roles, doing, keeping the same job you are, same pay, but you're virtual, would you prefer your child to be... A virtual student then because now you know this year they are giving in certain states i will say are giving choices where you could be virtual or in person so if i take
1: out our school because our school is not giving a choice to be virtual um Mm -hmm. again it's a private charter we have a lot less students we actually only have four grades right now every year they're adding a new grade since they're built nice this year they have kindergarten first second and third um yeah fourth starts next year um so, for our school, it's a little different. But honestly, I think I would still keep them in public school. I would still keep them going to school. And I know that there's the risk, like everybody else knows, of getting COVID. I'm I'm a statistics person,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I I don't want to get political. You know, that's not what we're about. I've done the, I've I've seen the research from the actual health officials, not the news. And and mm-hmm. for me, yes, there's that risk, but the education the communication the relationships the the friends the stuff that he needs is more important than common core math and more important than common core things that are not even honestly when me and you went to school it was way different nowadays (laughs) i i sat and helped him you did with your kids school has changed and it's almost like so different we complained about not being taught enough of life skills and now they're not even getting taught any life skills So that little bit, that little bit of personal that he gets at school, Mm -hmm. I don't like saying that I'm okay with that risk, but honestly, I think he needs it more than being at home. And that- You think it's a
0: good calculated
1: risk. And it stems from not being able to be the one that's at home. And and like you said, Mm -hmm. if I could be, I would probably still leave it up to him at that point because he enjoys- the friends and I know it's different than it used to be because they have to wear masks and they have to Mm -hmm. do this, but I don't know, man, that's a tough one. And honestly, it it would change if I had someone else to do the schoolwork all day and I didn't Mm -hmm. have to worry about working, but I I think I would still want him to go to school, man. And our school's different. I mean, if it was like a big giant school, like a K through 12 or something, I'd Mm -hmm. be a little bit closer to your side there, but we're kind of a tight knit, like, it's a weird school. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's weird.
0: I wish. I really wish we had that here. Um, in the state of Florida, in my section, uh, it's the same as North Carolina. There is no. Ch- there's no like choice. There's only in-person school right now. And you know, recently, my son Chris, um, my youngest one for everybody, this past week he we had a scare. He came home from school one day Thursday. He was good. Friday morning he wakes up and he's sneezing like crazy. I'm like, oh okay, you know, I'm thinking it's allergies because he has, you know, we have a dog. We were babysitting. It's my mom's dog. So I was like, it's the allergies. But then I thought about, it. I'm like, he's around this dog all the time and he never has these issues. So we still send him to school. You know, he gets back home. I said, how was the day? Like, did you stop sneezing? He was like, no dad, I sneezed all day. Now don't feel good. I'm like, okay, well let's go ahead and lay down. A couple hours of laying down later on that Friday evening, he's running a fever. So then for me, you know, my school was a K-5 school. So there's a lot of kids in this school, like over 500, I think they said. That's a lot of kids. Every day since school started, we have gotten a call or a text that minimum of two students have tested positive for COVID. Before the school even opened, the principal of the school and two teachers had COVID. So the principal and these two teachers didn't even get a chance to start school with the kids because they were out. Oh. Then, for like I said, day one, it was two kids. Day th- or Day two, another two kids. Day three, three kids. Thirty-four, four, you know, it just kept adding up. So then when Chris came home with it and he started seeing, I was like, yo, what did I just do to my son? Like I, I felt at that time as a bad parent, I was like, you know, I, I, I brought him here to give him a better life, to give him warmer weather, you know, to be closer to family, to try to give him that family bond. And I feel like I've just put him more at risk. Cause in Florida, the COVID rate is extremely high. And luckily, we did get him tested, everybody. He came back negative today. Thank God. Yeah, that's, you know, just freaking awesome. I'm yeah. super happy. Um, so we just, the doctor thinks it's a cold or common cold or something like that. Um, so he's good. He's good to go back to school later on this week once all his symptoms. Right now, it's just a stuffy nose. So once that goes away, he's good to go back. But I tell you, Wild, it was scary. Like, I was I was like, damn, I wish they had the virtual school, you know, because granted, I was happy they were back in school in the beginning. But then after this scare, I was just like, no, actually, I'd rather them home. I'd rather be able to watch them with my eyes and help them. But I also, listening to you, you brought up a great point. Kids are not built to be be isolated. We we as humans are not. We need that interaction. And, you know, I am glad my kids are getting that this year. I am glad.
1: You know, as someone who has had COVID and Mm -hmm. I was pretty darn sick. I even went to the hospital, not for a long period of time, but I was coughing up blood clots. So as someone who's been there, and I am high risk just because of pre-diabetic, I've got asthma problems. I mean, it's everything under the sun of whatever. You know, there's people who've got it worse. It is what it is. I'm not afraid of it. Um, and I'm not, not afraid because I made it through it. I'm more or less not afraid of it because of statistics and because statistics have never lied. I mean, it's, it's not very common for a large mass of numbers to be wrong and the kids death rate. And I hate saying kids and death together, but the kids death rate, I know that you hate saying that you're going to send your kid to school or you're going to, you're going to do this. It's no different. It can come home on your groceries. It can come home anywhere. It can be, it can get to you at any point. And okay. Okay school there's a whole bunch of kids kids are actually the least affected yes they're getting sick and yes now with the delta more of them are getting it because it's transmissible better and faster and stronger and stuff like that but the survivability rate is still super high like higher than most sicknesses and and it's not much different than the flu to a kid which is still bad i'm not saying i'm not a doctor i'm not giving you perfect science but when i weigh it down I, my kid could come home tomorrow with the flu. It's no different.
0: That's true. He and can.
1: I've made it through. And I, if you look at facts, I understand that for elderly people, this is a problem. And for people with really, really big health concerns. I mean, my fiance is a cancer, like she's a nonstop cancer patient survivor. She's like both. And she just had major surgeries and stuff, and she's not afraid of it. She sends both of her, well, one of her daughters to school Um, now physically. She's not afraid of it. And I think that, yes, you should be like aware and you should keep clean and things like that. But man, you could go get your groceries from the delivery guy. Even if you don't go to the store, you could get your groceries off the porch and bring it home and everyone in your house get it. Like, come on. How, how hide? How much hiding can you do? It could be. There's only a limited amount of hiding. Yeah, you could give it to your kids just because you stopped at the gas station and bought a pack of cigarettes.
0: Mm. That's a fact.
1: It's hard to say I can't go do this thing in my life because it could have came from anywhere. I When I got it, I have no idea where I got it from, dude. I work in the public, but nobody that I worked around got it. Nobody that worked around, no one reported it. No customers reported it. Nobody reported it. Don't know how I got it. And the only thing I can think of is that weekend, we had gone to a pawn shop and we'd gone to the store. So somewhere in there, I got sick. So like, what's to say that my kid's even going to get it from school?
0: That's true. That's a good point. I guess looking at it that way, that is definitely a good point. Do you know what the statistics are by any chance? Today? No. It was underneath. You know, it's been
1: a couple weeks and delta mm. wasn't as strong as numbers and you got to remember for everyone's out there that that loves the CDC's numbers the CDC claims and said that the PCR tests have been fake they have not worked they've been improper the PCR test cannot tell the difference between the flu and covid they're coming out with a new one but the one that they've wow. been using they're still using until december they're pulling it but they're still using it until december and they said by facts it is not accurate enough to tell the difference between the flu and COVID. Now, there are other testing. That's just the rapid PCR test. and but
0: That's the rapid one that you get back in 24 yes, hours.
1: Yes. Okay. It's not accurate. It can, it'll ah. it'll say positive, and you actually had the flu. And it doesn't have a way to tell that because the way it works. And, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not a scientist. I just read what I'm told from my own. Like, I go get the source. I don't listen to the news. I go get the sources straight from them. Kids were underneath 0.01%.
0: Oh, wow. That's good. Like, that good. That's I not
1: contraction. That. That's dying. Like 0.01% of the world. I don't care about America. I'm looking at the world. Because there's other countries that have way less health care than us. There's other countries that, that have no way to stop this. And, and you look at all of that and you go, okay, who's at risk? It's elderly people. And I and I hate it for them. They were at the same risk over the flu. That's what this is, remember? It's a flu. So... If your kid's that survivable, am I gonna take away the life experiences? He could get hit by a random falling bullet tomorrow. I mean, don't get me wrong.
0: That's
1: there's true. there's more there's higher percentages of ways to die than COVID for his age. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling my grandma that same thing,
0: but I could tell my kid that. Exactly. Exactly. That and that's a that's a very good statement. I mean I'm listening to you talk and you've actually calmed me down more than than a lot of people out there so i really appreciate this like it is it's facts that you're saying
1: i'll say though i won't take it away from any parent if you don't want that risk don't do it like like i know unfortunately your school and my school we don't have that choice but if the choice comes available and you are able to teach your kids morals and values and and the way you want to do it. If you want to homeschool them, you don't need the school to tell you you can homeschool. You can go apply to homeschool. You can do it. And if you feel comfortable doing it, honestly, that level of education, if you have the ability to do it, can be so much stronger. Now there's the social side missing. But if you can do it and you feel comfortable, I will never say nothing bad about a single parent who wants to not put any risk at all because that's just you being a parent.
0: Yeah. Have you um, do you know anybody that has ever been homeschooled?
1: uh no personally not no. person. Okay. not i feel like i know someone but not enough to know anything about it i know okay. that their mother has looked into it bad idea for some people to do like you really got <laughs> you got to put if it's seven hours of school you got to put like four hours of hard drill school into that yeah. to get the same amount of teaching now again most of us don't like public education anymore because of where it's gone. So that homeschooling could be better. I mean, I'm not saying it's not.
0: I was just curious because I I do wonder sometimes, you know, what is is the effect for kids that are out there that are not being socialized with other kids? Like, how is that having an effect as that kid as they get older? And if you guys, viewers, know anybody or know something, please let us know because we would love to know ourselves. Like, is the effect greater or is it not really that much effective because are you putting them in after-school activities like baseball, football, camps, stuff like that, you know? Um, but definitely let us know. That would be a great thing. Um, I guess my last question to you would be on that note. Um, I know you said you're in a small charter school and, and all that with the small charter school. If you had to do it over again, And they, but this time they gave you the choice. The choice is going to be if if this is the beginning. Like I'm talking about 2020, all over again. You don't know what's going to happen with COVID. You don't know where it's at. Would you have? Would you send them back to school or would you have keep them virtual?
1: So you're saying that if in the beginning I had the choice because it went virtual in the beginning, correct?
0: Um, In the beginning you didn't have a choice, but now you do. What would you do? Everyone. And again, this is you don't know nothing.
1: Yeah, everyone's situation is different. So I, I'm not answering for nobody else. But for me, I would have sent him to school. Okay. In my reasoning, back then, again, don't know anything. Um, And back then, it was down our throats that everybody can get it, and everybody was dying. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. I would have to weigh the level of education he would get being in that caretaker's care or in school. I would have to weigh that because I, I know my blood, and I know that he's bright, and I know that he needs that – That extra, like that extra, hey, I know you want to look at a thousand things on the wall, but you need to focus on this piece of math, you know, Uh because when he does look at it, he gets it. But like where he was having to do school at now, let me let me say the first month I actually liked it because he was with my mother. And my mother was hardcore, like, on him, like, doing it. It was great. And I think a lot of my opinion comes from when my mother had to stop caring for him because of things in the family. And he went to the other caretaker's house. It went, it went downhill. He stopped learning. He started, like, it's just like he had a conversation with me, like, Daddy, I'm not learning on the tablet. He's like, I can't. He's like, and, and because he had siblings in the same house that were on second or first grade in kindergarten, they were playing games on the tablet for school. He's sitting next to his kindergarten brother playing an ABC drawing game to draw letters. And he's here with math on a tablet, like having to write with his feet. And it was horrible. It was, it was hard to, I, as an adult who uses technology, drawing the letters and resizing them on like a crappy tablet. I mean, it was still a $200 (laughs) tablet, but it was hard. And he's like, they're playing games. I got to do math. Like it was hard.
0: Mm-hmm. I would still send him if it was back then, and I had the choice. I think I would have sent him what about you what if what if your mom was okay, so that's the answer in that question uh, it just made me think what if your mom was able to continue teaching him? Would you think you would change your mind then or no since your mom was you said your mom was hard on him and he was focused in and he was learning. Do you think that would change things or no still no you would in send the- him back
1: in the very beginning I would have kept or the... him, I would have kept him with my mom. If if okay. it happened again, no, he'd go to school. Okay. Because of because of what I watched. Uh-huh. So he went to pre-K. He went to kindergarten. Uh-huh. In pre-K to kindergarten, he was ahead. First grade, first half of the year, he was ahead. Soon as the virtual stuff happened, everything unsatisfactory. Hard. Like he's not learning. He's not doing this. He's not this. so if I use the knowledge I had, and let's say this happened again. No. I'm sorry. Like he would go to school. And okay. I've already had this conversation. If they make a vaccine for them and he has to get to go to school, he will be homeschooled. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I like, I, you know, that's another conversation, but like, I, different don't, topic. I don't, I yep. don't, I don't believe in that right now. Like not mm-hmm. until it's been through, through, you know, thoroughly tested. And mm-hmm. so I'm not going to put that in him. So if that came to it, he would be back homeschooled. So like, I, I guess it's kind
0: of like your situation. That would definitely be a good topic for another show because I, I feel I feel you on that one. And I, I do have questions on how you think on that. So we'll talk about that on another subject. Um, your schooling. I know you said your kids. My school allowed kids not to wear masks. So Florida, as you know, the governor is very, very, he hates Biden. You know, again, not trying to go political, but he can't stand him. All right. Florida governor, he made a law effective July 1st. No mask is required anymore. And nobody can ask you for proof of your vaccine, so in in Florida, they have the choice to go to school without a mask. Now I know for my old my middle son c j, um he sometimes it bothers him going around his ears or around his nose, so he'll bring it down for a few seconds to breathe or take it off for a minute. i am I am for him wearing that mask though, while he's in school. I told him take it down to breathe real quick or take it off for a couple minutes when you're not around people but you have to wear that mask at all times is your school the same way or are they letting the kids not wear a mask or is it an option they're mandated they're mandated okay and and i'm highly
1: i i have I, ha, I look at the statistics for masks these masks don't do anything
0: they're not because they're never, not k95 masks they, these are cheap. they
1: don't do anything either they're they're made no? for sterile environments those you your face does not wear that mask properly my face doesn't wear that mask properly oh sure it
0: doesn't the beard
1: we have a beard and kids faces are too small kids there's so much actual science behind why cloth masks don't work and medical masks are not they're not graded to stop the particles and i get it they say okay if you cough a few particles are stopped by the mask you're right a cheese, a cheese, a, a sneeze travels how many miles per hour? It goes right through that mask. Your hands that you touch, putting the same. Let Let's be honest. Who's got the same mask they had yesterday? I do. Everybody does. I do. Your mask you took off. Me. And
0: everybody but my kids. I I tell you what. I did buy a box of Amazon of fifty, and I just ordered another refill. They have to wear one mask a day, and as soon as they get home, I have them throw it away.
1: Oh, the the disposable mask. Okay. Yeah, the disposable one.
0: So you've curved that part
1: of the argument, but in reality, even that mask Mm -hmm. is the same thing from class to class. If they touch the door handle and then he pulls his mask down to breathe, it's on the mask. So here's why. That's why masks don't work. And and, and the facts behind when you wear the mask, and they literally did the breathing test and breathed out it in the winter, you know, back when all this stuff, and the particles still came out of your mouth, like, they made this test so many times. You could still blow a candle out through one cloth mask. and then they were like, well, double mask. First off, I'm not, (laughs) this is not politically motivated, and nobody can say, oh, wow, you're being politically motivated. No, I'm not, I don't care who your president is. These masks aren't worn in a hospital, to stop that person from getting you sick they're to stop your blood from touching their mouth it's to stop your bodily fluids from hitting them their kn95 or the major medical bag masks yeah. you're right and those people like have to be fitted and did you know there's certain levels of masks that you have to be you have to wear in a hospital situation to know if you could they're the different levels Some people's lungs can't handle the different levels. So my aunt is a nurse, and I mean, this is back. I don't know that she's still a nurse. I don't talk to them very often. But they like there's levels of mass that are harder to breathe through, and you can pass out. You want like this is the thing. It should be optional everywhere. Let it be in the parent of the kids and in adults. And uh, I mean, you know, we're talking about 16 year old kids too can probably make the decision themselves, but like, let it be in the person's interest if they want to wear one, because it stops your particles from hitting them, not theirs hitting you. The whole point is when it comes out of your mouth, it goes right through that, but there's a better chance of the particles out there not coming through it technically, but dude, it's not, I got it. I wore a mask every day. Mm. every day I work in public health. I like not in healthcare, but I work with people all day and I literally wore a mask. I still do from the minute I get in my vehicle. Like I take it off inside my vehicle, but the minute oh. I step out the door working back in it, working back in it, that was all year last year. That's all year this year. I still do it. We have to at work. We cannot not wear it. There was a period of time where they stopped people from wearing it in like the warehouse or whatever, but nobody got sick. And and <clears throat> That's why I don't think that I think y'all's governor like I don't like it's not politically motivated to say you don't like you can't make a mandate. But honestly, yeah, across the world, if I want to wear it, let me wear it. You don't trump my uh, my life if and it's bad for some people, dude. It's 96 degrees, and i got to wear that mask in people's houses that don't have air conditioning. I cough now because I'm wearing a mask half the time, halfway through their house working with them. I'm like, i got to step outside. I can't breathe. And I get outside and take my breath back or go get some water because wearing that restricts you. You think kids aren't the same way? This is when their lungs are growing. You know? And you want to restrict it? I'm waiting for 10 years out of line from what these masks did to everybody. The fibers, Man. the fibers in the mass that you inhaled for two years now. Like, what's that going to do to you? you? Your body's never inhaled cloth all day long.
0: Man, there's a well, lot to it. Well, people say, though, the Jap- the Chinese and the Japanese people, they've done it for years. Because and they random. there there hasn't been any effect from them. What what do you say on something like that? So when you bring that to me
1: again, I don't have the science, okay. but I'm sure there are. I'm sure also one thing, climates are different. The world's different. Their that streets, is a good point. They have some real reasons to wearing them that I still don't know if it even does anything. Like theirs are for pollution and smog. Yeah, their pollution not, rate
0: is super high over there. Yeah,
1: and you tell me that a medical mask is stopping that somehow? I believe it's yeah. the same. I, I'm on the same path there. I don't have facts. I don't care to look that up, but I'm... Yeah. Be real with me, honestly. If you're, oh yeah, definitely. They have different particle
0: levels. It even says on the box it doesn't stop the flu. Exactly. It does say that. It does say that. And that's why I was confused on like why, why the kids are wearing it, and then like, but still, like I have mine wearing it just to be safe. But now, like speaking to you, I'm just like, man, like you have me thinking a whole different way, and I, I really appreciate this because this is a conversation that has to be had, people. Like. You know, again, he's not being, um, you know, he's not being political, politically motivated. He said he don't care who the president is. He's telling you facts and what numbers are. And that's how us as humans, not as Americans, but as humans have to look at it. We, We need to stop being political with it because I feel a lot of times it turns into a political thing. And we just need to speak the facts and what's out there. And, you know, hearing at first, like I said, hearing, hearing before I heard you. I was automatic, all right, well, at least they're wearing masks, they're wearing masks, and he could take it down. But you bring up a good point. Those masks are not really protecting that much, and if he grabs the doorknob, which I know he is, or he's grabbing his chair or opening his desk, you know, now, granted, they say they clean right after in between breaks and while they're in lunch, they have, like, a cleaning pit team, pretty much, that goes through the class while they're in lunch and sanitizes before they come back. But, um, no, I, I, I really wonder now, that I... I appreciate that. Well, I'm glad you shared that with us viewers here. That that was awesome.
1: Let me ask you a question. You you give mm-hmm. your kids disposable mask. And honestly, if you're going to give yeah. your kid a mask to go to school, that's, I don't know how, well, I don't know numbers behind that, but honestly, that's pretty smart. Like if you're going to do the mask, the disposable is smarter than a cloth mask, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Cause you don't have to wash it all the
1: time, man. Exactly. Which there's a lot of people who don't wash them. Don't even. Oh yeah. Like, there's a lot. They I love not go away. there. I throw my that's cloth ones man. away because my work gives me more cloth ones. But like mm-hmm. my personal cloth one, I know it's been in my personal car for like six months. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's been there for like six months, and you know I didn't get, I don't, you know, whatever. But how how much is that like? That's the whole thing behind it. Like kids, my kids come home with wet masks before from where they were sticking in their mouth while they were in class. Like yeah, we teach them, but you're telling me like. Let's just talk about grade school. At middle and high school, you didn't wear your mask slap on the wrist. But, like, grade school, dude, they're kids. Tell me a kindergartner's yeah. not toiling that mask around and, and making tongue designs with their mask. And, my mask is wet. <laughs> you know, oh, I slapped <laughs> you with my wet mask. Like, come on. You're just giving them another tool. Yeah, That's all. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I hope – you know, you got the disposable mask. So, like, I honestly, like, again – I don't knock. I don't knock anybody for wanting to be more protective. In reality, there's way other problems that we have probably actually helped not have as much of just from wearing them. But COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys, you heard it here first. You heard my opinion. You heard Wild's opinion. we will love to hear from you. Like Wild said, there's plenty of ways to get in contact with us. If you know us personally, send us a message. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you have, text us. We'll we'll respond to you. You know, there's also a link in the description down low. You'll be able to go ahead and respond there as well. I believe there's a number there for them to call as well, right, Wild? Or is it just email right now? I think
1: it's a digital audio thing. Like they use their phone to record it. Okay, but we can work. We could definitely work out getting a, a hotline.
0: Yeah, well, you guys could call in, and we'd love to hear from you guys and. Give us your feedback and what you, you know, what you think. And we'll, we'll touch on it in the beginning of next podcast before we go to the next part, you know, our next subject that we're going to talk about. But we definitely don't mind if you guys have something that needs to be shared or, and maybe we may have to revisit this whole thing and, and, you know, answer some questions. If you guys have questions, we'll love to answer them. You know, we thank you guys for always listening right now. Our podcast is blowing up more than I can expect. I know more than Wild can expect. We appreciate you deeply. Uh, like Wild said in the beginning of the podcast, you now have a way to watch us and see our facial expressions and see our face. Go to Patreon.com and go to Cut the Crap. We'll drop the link down low, and you it's $5 a month. That's not a lot. You spend more on a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You can watch us, help support us, help us grow this channel and make it better than what we already are. So we appreciate it. I know Wild appreciates it. Wild, anything else you want to say, brother?
1: Like, man, I'm, I'm just excited as you are to do this. And I do want to remind everybody at home, these are our opinions, you know, just remember that we end, we're not telling you, you know, golden lead. It's not hard. You know, it's not hard facts. It's our opinions with data. If we have it,
0: there you go. Well, we appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, go ahead and hit that like. Hit the bell so you're always notified when we drop new content. And uh, if anything, we'll see you guys next week on another episode of Cut the Crap Wednesday. Yes, sir.